not know. It's been a whole year, a whole quarantine, a whole year. That's that's crazy. So, um, like, how you been? Like, how are you doing quarantine? How you been doing? Like, what you been up to? I'm doing so good. I think now we're seeing like the light at the end of the tunnel. So we're yeah. all like excited, back in high spirits and stuff. But I think we don't even process what we went through. Like I'm still like processing last March and we're already in April. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I what mean, about you? I mean, what like it was bad, but like I got COVID in December. So I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was rough. I was like, yo, this is real. <laughs> like, yes, I'm so happy that you're healthy. It's been like a good time to like, just like, just to think and like, hey, this is what I want to do in the future. Da, 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 da. Cause, like before I used to just be on, just go. And then I just, right. da, 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 da. I just never got to like sit down and think like, hey, what should I do next? Which, da, da, da. But it's, it's cool. It's been so um i love it i see you started <laughs> this podcast again getting yeah, it yeah. all popping and stuff thank you for thinking of me i oh, appreciate sure. it i have to have you on here you got i love <laughs> i love what you do like you're like oh you're like positive Honestly, i don't know why you don't have a podcast oh my gosh i think i'm just like i I'm, think you, okay, I think can i be really vulnerable i think you're can I be really person. vulnerable no like you'd be a perfect person for it. like you're so like and like inspiring then you give out like great advice and you're like it's kind of motiv- motivational like, i think you honestly thank you so, thank you that um, means a lot that means a lot i think i'm just stepping into my self-confidence right now you know like just completely breaking that mold of not caring what other people think whatsoever and it's been should. like such a fun journey you know yeah um, but you know, I'm still young. I'm still figuring it out. But I think we live in like a culture where it's like, oh, everyone needs to do everything so hard that I was like putting pressure on myself because like, of course, I want to do a podcast. Like I want to do so m- there's a thousand things under the sun I want to do. Um, but like, I feel like our culture pushes us that so we have to have it now and perfect. And I I'm know, like, move on your own pace. Move on. Yeah, your own. that's I what I'm that. like, If you like, move on other people's paces, yes. let's stop fucking up and doing wrong shit. Right. But I, I definitely want to do that. And that means so much to, you, to me that you like brought that up because it's like, this is dope. This is what we're doing right now. Like you're inspiring me. So <laughs> love it. So you just like, you started modeling in 2016? Yes, bro. By myself. Like no one telling me nothing at all whatsoever. And I was still in school. So I was just like going to school every day and then I would drive up to LA come back do homework like all that every single day and I was just making up photo shoots like random people dming them like doing re- I treated it like a job I'm telling you I was not playing about it but I think I was coming from a place where like influencers and stuff like that was still like pretty new yeah. so I didn't understand the like gravity of like wow you're really like your life can change off this shit like it's so cool just the people that had followers were kind of like more celebrities and then more like socialites. It wasn't like maybe the girl from your hometown. Oh, she's popping on Instagram now. I wasn't really that vast. So like, I think I had like a shield over me that I was like, oh, I just want to do this. This is fun. Not knowing that, oh, change my life forever, which I'm so blessed. So what, like, what made you want to like start to do it? Like, did you just like wake up one day? Like, yo, I'm about to be a model. I'm about to kill it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Absolutely not. Like, I think I was always telling myself like, 
oh, modeling is something I'll be interested in. And like, just for my personal family, like my mama, my aunties and everything, they always dressed me up and we would have like little photo shoots in the house, like in the living room. But I didn't think that like, oh, that could be a career for me. Like just the standards that, I mean, I was born in 95, kind of grew up in the early 2000s. And just seeing like the girls that were on TV, I just off rip was telling myself, oh, I, I can't be that. So just don't even go for that. And I was probably like, 19 and I just was teaching myself how to do makeup off YouTube like these girls were like posting all these makeup videos and stuff and I felt like a real connection with them because they would like talk to you like that was like the start of like YouTuber stuff like when I was in high school and I just fell in love with it and I was like oh this is a dope career like I was feeling kind of stifled like I wanted to be creative but I didn't want to do a nine to five and like trying to figure all that out while you're going to school and stuff and how to make money I was like boom I'm gonna be a makeup artist period like this is so fun for me like that was my idea I was like I made it I'm like this is gonna be so fun I can help like because I love all that stuff I love like photo shoots fashion all things that like you can't really teach to a person I always gravitated towards those things and so I was like I'm gonna take this serious I started doing girls in my hometown like prom homecoming like all that stuff and I loved it so much that I was like okay I want to be serious I want to start going to school for it and I like made up like okay I'm gonna do a photo shoot for my portfolio like just do my own face and be like this is what I sell this is what I do I showed up to that photo shoot they were like okay what are you doing no you need to be the model like stop <laughs> playing like literally you were serving so hard and I was like a rock hit my head I was like damn I guess okay that was fun like I loved that <laughs> like I love that I did my own makeup I came with my own like clothes did my own hair and I just loved how the photos turn out that literally ever since that day I still talk to the girl who did that photo shoot I still remember the day I have not stopped since I would just hit up people on Instagram I post my own pictures do like different looks just try to be creative and I'm blessed like five years later changed my life like forever so what was like, what would be like your big defining career moment so far? Wow. Oh my God. There's, there's so many because I just feel like I'm still so early in my journey. I know that's so crazy, but like the things I want to accomplish and do like, oh my God, I just, I would say. Do you remember your first one? You're like, oh my God, I can't believe like that. Yes. yes okay. First story. So I have a story. So when I knew I was like, okay, I got the juice was like. <laughs> I was 20 years old and I'm just like sitting on my parents' couch. I'm on Twitter, just like scrolling mindlessly. And this is pre, this is pre like Kanye, you know, flipping out and stuff. Like this is pre that, just want to put that in quotations. So he's like, he just posts randomly. He's like, I'm having a casting for Yeezy season seven in New York, period. If you're like basically mixed race, come through. And I just have never had this feeling in my chest before where I was like chills all over, like butterflies. And I just was like, I don't know how or what or what I'm going to do, but mom and dad, can I go to New York for this casting? Like, I just feel it in my chest. Like, let's go. And they're looking at me like, because they're already like, you drive down to LA to go take photos for Instagram. They're already like, oh okay, we're going to support you. We don't really see what's going on. Can you get a real job? Can you just go to school? <laughs> like all this stuff. So I'm like, I need to go to New York. Like, trust me, blah, blah. And they're like, what's your plan? I'm like, I don't have a plan, but I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm just going to go and do it. And I'm like, they're like, okay, 
you, we're going to put you on a flight one day. Like I put together my money for my little job. They helped me. It meant so much to me. And I got on a red eye that night. Like I was, it was like sitting on the couch in the afternoon, boom, on a flight that night to New York. And I show up six in the morning, changing an outfit. I'm the first one in line for this casting. Like, I'm like, there's like 25 people around. Like no one is there. I just head to the casting right away. And throughout the day, it's like wrapping around the block because it's an open call. It's like seven blocks long, this line. I'm 25th in. They take my picture. They're like, okay, boom, done. I basically flew to New York to get my picture taken. Just, <laughs> that's it. They're like, okay, bye. I'm like, okay, all right. So I just like, I don't know what to do from here. I don't know anybody out here. I don't have enough money for a hotel. I guess I'm just going to go back home. Like, let's just go back home. So I take a lift and I just go back to California. And like, I was like, okay, they're going to let me know probably two, three days pass. I hear nothing. I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad that I did that. I believe in myself. Like, I'm really serious about this shit. Like, I'm I, like, okay, I'm proud of myself, whatever. And I just like take the L and I move on with my life. The next day I'm sitting on my couch with my girlfriend. We're watching a movie. It's like my email goes off. Boom. You're in the Yeezy season seven show. You need to be in New York by 7 a.m. And I'm like, there's no flights going out to New York. There's nothing. There was absolutely no way for me to make it. But I, I got the casting. I got the casting. And that was enough for me to be like, yo, I got the juice. I went to New York for one day, a roundabout for a casting, came back and got it. Like, that's all that mattered. I didn't even matter that I wasn't even in the show or nothing like that. Like, that just proves so much to me. Like, I bet on myself, you know? And ever since then, I've been maneuvering the same way. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if you don't believe, I've had agents not believe in me, people, nothing. If you don't, I'm going to go bring myself there, period. Like, that's just, I, I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> so was it like, you just started taking more risks after that? Like, what was like the next big thing after that one? More you? risks after that one? I would say I was just starting to show up at like stores on Melrose or I was just starting to DM people. I was being very bold, like never on like cheesy corny shit, but I was like, hey, what's up? I'm Michaela. I fuck with what you do. Boom. Let me know if you ever want to link. And it was just that energy of like, I have something I can bring to the table and I think you're a dope person. I believe in you has just been making me have like random little connections over time. But the most random one was when I got hit up to, um, shoot for nike like they found me on instagram like their director or whatever because she was like i just see that you're constantly tagging that you're wearing air forces and we needed a girl for the air force uh, the air force thing and like ever since then i've just been constantly being brought back working on different things with them i'm trying to secure like a little fitness situation going on right now i've been posting more fitness content just trying to get people more motivated after covid and stuff like that but definitely beautiful relationships have been being built off this crazy social media platform we have no but i we you we were just talking about like tagging everything like i remember i had to go do that to even like get on the red carpet and everything like <laughs> what do you like what advice would you give to somebody that's like was in your position like that's trying to do that uh do what you're doing now get noticed like or just like get be put in those positions and stuff I would say just putting out what you see your future self being like you have an image of your future self right like who you are the car the clothes the whatever 
okay, well, what's to say that you're not that person right now? Like, we just act like that person right now. Like, I'm gonna post the dope shit that I see the future me posting, or like, I'm just gonna try to live as her as much as I can in the moment to attract those things coming to me. So when I'm posting stuff like, you wanna collab with Urban Outfitters, okay? I'm gonna go to Urban Outfitters. I'm gonna be like, okay, I look dope in this outfit. If you can purchase it, whatever, maybe just like whatever, style it, post it, and then keep tagging them, message them. Like, I love my stuff, all this. And then just like, you keep wearing Urban Outfitters, you keep doing you just because you love it, because you see your future self, like that's who I am. That's gonna come to you. Like, it's not, it's so crazy because probably 2018, there's a shoe brand called Jeffrey Campbell that does like really beautiful, like fashion art stuff like that, really dope campaigns. And I messaged them like two, two, three years ago. And I was like, Hey, like, I'd love to model for you. Whatnot. Never got back to me. Nothing. This is like a mega brand. Probably two months ago, they slid in my DMs. They're like, Hey, we're so sorry. We never saw this message. (laughs) We would love to work with you. And that's just because I kept it pushing. Like that's, I always saw myself doing stuff like that. So I just kept trying to like, okay, put out content or put out an aura or how I treat other people as the woman I see myself being. And that'll just come to you. I know it sounds really like vague, but it's, it's the truest thing like ever. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) No, like, because, like, where do you get that mentality from? I know a lot of people that would be like, yo, I, I don't want to do that. I kind of come off like I'm being, like, thirsty or whatever. Like, what, what made you come out the mentality? I the same way, like, yo, I got to. Yes. Are, I'm, I'm going to send 100 emails, and then y'all going to have to respond to one of these. I'm going to keep sending them. So how did you get that mentality, right? Well, that's why you're working, though, because you you're reaching out, you're you're putting in the work, you know what I'm saying? And like, I think the biggest thing that changed my mentality about that, not wanting to seem corny or nothing like that, is that closed mouths don't get fed and people aren't mind readers. Like, I can't sit in my house and expect that. Oh, I'm going to get a mega TV network one day. I'm going to get all this. I want to do an animated series. I want to open a school one day. No one's going to know that if I don't say that shit. And it's okay to say that you want those things without having those things because you're working towards something. You know, I think that that's where people get it mixed up. It's like, you can say you want to do stuff and put it out there like, hey, I would love to do this one day, even though I don't have the tools, the access or the resources, but I'm open to it. I feel like God sees that, not to get all spiritual and stuff, but God sees when you're like saying that, you know, like, I want to do this. I want to do that one day. And he's going to listen to you, you know, and other people take note too, when you say you want to do something that's just about up to you. If you take the opportunity when it presents itself, you know, do you remember the first thing you like spoke into existence? Oh my God. (laughs) My baby brother. Is that crazy? (laughs) No, I did ask. I did ask. I was like five years old. I remember this like one of my most vivid (laughs) memories. I was like five years old and I was praying under the Christmas tree. Like what little girl is praying under the Christmas tree? I'm like, I'm like, please, I want a baby brother. I didn't know the sex. My mom was pregnant. I didn't know. We didn't know what we were going to have. And I was like, please, I want a baby brother. Please, please. Boom. Six months later, he popped out. It was a boy. And I, I just remember that. I told him that. I'm like, I'm the reason you're here. Like, don't sleep. Like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm little brother. Um, can I probably I know my sister all the time. Does your little brother know you? Can I know my sister all the time? Like, it can be for well, no. It, how, how far apart are y'all? 
Uh, we're, we're seven and nine. My I have two older sisters. Okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, yes, but I feel like we're older now, so it's like no, more I of still like a friendship. I, I still go, no, I still, still go for no reason. <laughs> like, they can be peacefully. Oh, you're the baby brother. Yes, you're the I, baby. Yes, That's why. I peacefully just... And I just go over there and disturb their peace. And they'd be like, why? Like, what is she wanted? Like, they can look at their headphones you. and take their headphones out for no reason at all. Keep walking. Oh, God. There is. <laughs> I can't. If I have a pony, snatch that shit. Yaga. Like, why? Why? What did I, I really don't, I don't know. I think that's just like a younger sibling, like, duty. It's love. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's love and affection. It's like, you'll literally rag on me so bad. Because you know all my details. You know all my mess, too. Like, the deepest mess. Like, all my phases. So you're going to, like, talk shit. Be annoying, but it's all yeah. love. It's how you know. It's like, yeah, like we're we're allowed to mess with you, but nobody else is like, no, nobody. Hey. <laughs> like, hey, no, no, you can't say that. I can't say no. You can't. <laughs> what do you do? Do you um, better- <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you ever just think about like where you like have come from and like where you're at now? Because like, yo, like you're doing major like big things now. Like, thank you. <laughs> like, do you thank you. That means mother- so much. that means a lot I think um I've been trying to be more open about it because I think I think I think I still so much a part of me is like who I used to be even though I feel like such a different person now that I've like talked to other people I've had a fucking clubhouse chat about this but like imposter syndrome is something I kind of go through sometimes where I'm like damn is this really my life like oh my god and like I get mess I get the most impactful beautiful messages I get like mothers like sending me dms being like I'm so glad that like my daughter has a woman to look up to you like that like just really (laughs) deep shit no really deep shit I'm like I'm just a girl I'm just a girl like I'm just chilling you know and it just means so much you know that sometimes it's like can feel like I have a pressure or responsibility but I think that you know, I was cut from a different cloth where I'm strong enough to do that stuff and strong enough to say, no, I want my life and to go for my life. And everything that I've ever done is things I've always wanted. I think I've always just been too scared or like let other people used to get in my head. I'm from a really small town. So it's like, and especially a small town that nobody leaves. And it's very like, yeah. Do you ever go back and they just like, they think you change and it's not like no yeah I don't ever like when I go back you're like yo I think you would change I start the same way I did like yo I thought you yeah. would like no why would I change this this how I got here I don't know <laughs> well you're just evolving like the real people that know you know that you're still the same you're just like you're more evolved like Pokemon version you know you're just still the same but it's just like you got more tools around your belt you're a little bit smarter wiser you know doing your thing um actually my mom and daddy still live in the town I'm from so I I go up like almost every other weekend to go visit and stuff um I don't really see people I grew up with too much or nothing like that I honestly (laughs) didn't hang out with like a lot of people after high school but here and there I do get messages sometimes like kids I went to high school with kids from my town or even younger kids like like hey I I hear you're from here this is so dope this is really small like 30,000 people so it's like they kind of talk but in a positive way so that's like really dope they're like I just am super proud to see people make it out like nobody leaves you know it's it's weird that I live in LA you know like 
I, can, uh, I really Richard. relate to it. Like, I, I, yes. Where did you grow up? Um, Burlington, Washington. It's like a ferry mm-hmm. ride from Seattle, but it's really just like a yes. military town. So yeah. it's like you go to college and you come back and like right. probably work with your parents or go or into the military or work on like their closest base or something, or you just go straight to the military. So right. like, when I go back, it's like, yo, like, hey, <laughs> can you, like, can you uh, introduce me to Angela Bassett or Jada? Oh, really? <laughs> Or, it, or and when some people come to LA, like I, I like I didn't talk to them at all high school. They're like, "Yo, can we like meet Beyonce?" Right. I'm like, no, what are you, what are you getting this from? Yes, <laughs> it's crazy, and it's you know what trips me out is we're just at that age right now, we're like mid twenties, getting our footing right, and it's just so interesting to me to see how people's lives play out even though we're from the same place like there's people you grew up with you're like damn that's like either incredible or crazy with what you did with your life like and you too they're looking at you too like that's something to aspire to you probably inspire a bunch of people where you're from that's really dope do you have like another like dope person from your town like that oh my god i got without um, doing big things um i would okay this is not to brag oh. <laughs> This is not to bad, but I will put on my brother because he is doing his thing. I don't know if you watch college football or basketball or anything like that. I just watched but... the tournament. I just watched the Okay, okay. <laughs> he, he, he just recently stopped playing basketball, but he's a wide receiver for USC. Okay. Number 15. And the boy eats, okay? <laughs> Do not play at all. Like wide receiver six five over 200 like just he's a big boy and he plays really hard like we're so I'm proud about to go to the league six five two. oh look look we're no, praying on it. Like that, we're praying on. yeah, yeah <laughs> keep it in good spirits you know and it's just i think he's just a, a really good person and he's really like humble and such a team player and you can see that he just actually loves the sport and he just has like one of the sickest names ever by the way Drake <laughs> London you can't forget it so period <laughs> you guys so, have like little friendly competitions I know me and my sister still do it like a little bit <laughs> I, I think our industries are so different you know what I'm saying and also too we have like a big age gap like five and a half years so it's kind of like every time we link it's always he's always like I'm trying to get like you I'm trying to he like want to know what's in my bank account he want to know like <laughs> all the stuff he's like oh he's trying to get put on game which is like I have to be thankful for you know it's like it's just only me and him we only have each other so I'm like really really fortunate to be a good example for him and stuff so he's oh, like yeah, my sisters are totally they they be acting like they did beyonce of their household like, yo i do dope stuff i'm dope too like nah yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but it makes you work harder no oh, like yeah, having yeah. strong women around you like it makes you go especially as i think like a younger brother you see your older sisters killing it you're like all right so i gotta eat double as hard like no like my my older older sister was pregnant she started another business i'm like what (laughs) and then she's like yo can you help me always i used to like hop around like just like on the side i'm like yo what is wrong like rest I'm like, damn, there's really no excuse for me. Like, yo, I got <laughs> at, at all. And they'll let you know too. They'll let you know if you're slacking ever, but you're pop- you won't be. But they'll let you know if you're ever slacking. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what is what are you like your future goal? Do you plan on starting like a, a clothing company? I know you have like the merch and everything. Yes. So uh, so many things I want to accomplish, but definitely in the near future. That's so crazy that you just brought it up. I have been like talking about reopening my brand, Map Gear. So 
and both basically started as like unisex sweats for like men and women, all all ages, all ranges. And it started with just like crew necks and hoodies. And then probably last December, 2019 evolved into like full sweatsuits, stickers, all that stuff. And we had a pop-up shop in downtown LA, which was super dope. And right now I just kind of put it on hold because of COVID and stuff, but it's like, seems like the season to like start getting back into it. A lot of people have been messaging. Yes. A lot of people have been messaging me when you going to bring that back type thing. I'm like, okay like I'm feeling more settled right now like it's it's time to start like looking back into it and stuff but I definitely want to relaunch Matt gear I'm trying to focus more too on self-content as well like TikTok has been a huge game changer for me personally like just in my career like at first I didn't understand it and I was like oh this is cute like whatever but I've been able to like really research it study it and grow on there which has helped me like grow with so many different brands that I never thought I'd be able to work with. Like Neutrogena just hit me up, Valentino, like just over TikTok though. So you'll definitely be seeing me more on TikTok and more self content, definitely more fitness content. You know, hot girl summer is coming. I want to get the girlies motivated, (laughs) all that stuff. But I think I'm just trying to be more raw and personable just on my stories every day, just talking to you guys, because I really see when I look around, I see so many people just trying to be perfect all the time. And none of us are perfect. Oh, you can't do that. None of us are perfect. And like, it's okay to be silly. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to like what you like. It's okay to be Yes, and make just show that. Make sure you correct them, but don't try to be perfect. Right? Just keep going. Yes. <laughs> yeah, always learning, always growing. And you're allowed to take criticism and feedback, but like no one's ever going to be perfect. And just keep being you, like keep showing what you like, because I just feel like right now we kind of live in like a copy culture, like where it's just like, oh, I see this person doing that. So I'm going to do that too in order to get what they have. And it's like, that's not the formula at all like do it makes you happy and you fulfilled and you're gonna get what God intended for you and more but you're not gonna get your blessings that are meant for you trying to copy somebody else's path do you ever get tempted like just to like because like just to stay original because like you'll see like some like sometimes you'll see like somebody just do something little and then they blow up and then da 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 how do like how how do you stay original how do I stay original Mm, it's like I've been practicing gut feelings with content I post. I know that sounds so dramatic, but it's so true. If I don't, like, if I'm, like, about to put out something, I kind of think of it from a place, like, does this feel good? Does this feel like me? Because when you're able to ask yourself those real raw questions and give yourself a real raw answer, then you're just going to be good to go. Because if I'm about to post something or about to throw something up, things that other people are going to be seeing and affected by. And I don't feel like it's really me or I feel like I'm trying too hard or I'm censoring myself. I'm like, okay, I don't need to put that out. Like that's not truly me. I'm trying to stick to content that feels like me, even if it's me in the car or me in my room or me out with my friends or just whatever. Like I still want when people come to my page to be like, that's Michaela. Like, like I want to feel relatable I want to feel like your friends like I want to feel like these things because that's just how I am like from the jump when I started getting followers and stuff how I started posting never changed my captions and stuff and the things I talked about never changed and I realized that's what made me stood out from other 
influencers per se. It was such a curated feed and so perfect and stuff and that people like when I throw up like random videos or just random stuff or like memes. I post memes sometimes, just like really funny, stupid stuff. <laughs> but people are like, I, I like that more. So I've been trying to ask myself my gut feeling like, does this feel like me? And if it doesn't, I kind of just like put it in drafts or something and revisit it later. But uh, one question I got from like a lot of people reached out to me. They're like, yes. about, like what challenges like should they, um, what challenges are they going to face while they're like, if they start like a modeling career? Mm, I remember when we were on the panel, we were talking about like, you had to do your own makeup and everything. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's still very true to this day. I mean, we've had so many conversations about it personally but I think it's just a bigger beast that we're fighting as a whole right now to just get the proper resources especially for black models and models of color and all that stuff but I also think your question really depends on the specific person but the biggest challenges universally that I can confidently say is not letting these people tell you about yourself there's a fine line about like feedback and critique in order to make better and to order to make you grow. Like I'm, I can take that out. Okay, I need to grow in this area. I need to get better in this area. But when these people try to tell you who you are and about yourself, don't, don't let it get in your head. They're always, they're, it's job based. So when you are your brand, it's hard to not take it personal when you're being told no oh, you're not the right look. Oh, you're too short. You're too tall. You're not the right measurements. It's hard to not take it personal when they're talking about you to your face. No. So you almost have to like create a separation and know this is my job and my, my brand happens to be me. Now I can't take that personal when the casting director gives you the wrong size jeans to size two small jeans and says, oops, sorry, we don't have anything else for you. You can't take it personal. You can't be like, oh, this and that. Like, or you can't be like comparing yourself to other people in the room with you. You just go try your best and whatever is meant for you is meant for you. All my most fun, exciting jobs and people I've worked with have been natural for me. Like I walk in the room and it's natural. It's easygoing. I feel comfortable when it's like stressed and strenuous and I have anxiety about it and I'm, I'm tripping about it. Okay. I can't take it personal. It's not meant for me and that's okay. You know, I just think like the biggest mindset is that you're, you're amazing how you are. Like, don't let these people tell you ain't enough because you are enough. Um, so what, what do you think are some steps like say to like make it like a better like feeling a better feeling yeah um like to be excited the are uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> wait sorry just rephrase the question my bad no like like what are like some steps to like I don't know like say I don't know how like to a positive it. mindset yeah like when you like okay. get rejected from like a like what, like, what are some, like, did you ever have, like, okay, like, did you do something? Like, if you ever got rejected from, like, a thing, like, what did you, what did you personally, like, first do? I, okay, so it's, like, I think <laughs> a process, because I think it's really jarring, especially when you go from a person who's not critiqued about how you look at all to a person that that is what your job is, even when you do get the job. They're still all staring at you and critiquing you and making sure. So you have to be strong within, you know, but that starts somewhere. So when, honestly, truthfully, when I used to get tell, told no, I would just be like, okay, thank you so much for your time. Walk straight to my car and cry the entire ride home. 
just period. Like I just, you have to let those emotions out, especially if you're not used to it. But over time, you develop different things that you can say to yourself, mindset changes, deep breaths that will just like let you know, like, it's okay. Like, honestly, you get told no more than yes. I would say I get told yes for jobs probably 10 to 15% of the time. I will drive to castings. I will Zoom call all week long and maybe get booked 10% of that time. So it's like, you have to be like, okay, well, now I have to shift that. The majority is going to be no. So when they're telling me no, it's okay. I went out there and tried. But the biggest thing is to have like, okay, well, if they don't like me, at least I had a good attitude. I was saying, thank you. And maybe they want me for a next job. That's what I started trying to like shift into. Maybe I didn't get this job. I wasn't good for it, but maybe they put a little star next to my name. Like, oh, we want her for something in the future. I'm not going to show up with a bad attitude. I'm not going to be rude to them. Nothing because that's happened to me so many times too. I've been told no, and then get brought back three months later because I said, thank you. And I was appreciative during that casting um but just also knowing that like you are you and you can't change you and just because you don't fit some commercials bill doesn't mean you're not good enough you know and maybe you wouldn't have wanted to be in that commercial anyways if you weren't the right fit that's what I try to tell myself too okay maybe I'm being told no because God knew I would be annoyed the whole time I wouldn't like these people like I want to go have fun now you know Um, so just trying to have power over the situation and knowing that you're enough is like the biggest game changer to have like a positive mindset about being told no. That's, that's actually good advice. When I'm told no, I'm like, uh, man, fuck you at first. (laughs) 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 I'd be like, whatever. But, uh, what are, like, what is like your playlist, like before you even like do a shoot or anything? Like, what are you, what is like your like routine? Before I do a shoot. Oh my God. I've been, Okay. It's really like a lot all over the place. Are you okay with that? <laughs> no, go ahead. I've been, okay, I've been tapping into older music that like I used to listen to when I was younger. And then I've also been listening to like a lot of new music as well too. So I don't know. Okay. I'm, I really appreciate Southern rap. Like that's like one of my favorite genres. So- no, I listen to Outcast is... Yes. I love Outcast. All of that, all of that, all the old, all the new, everything. So I'm a big, like, Gucci Mane fan, and he put together a new group called Icy Gang. Do you like the, the, oh, my bad, do you like the old Gucci or the newer Gucci? Um, I appreciate old Gucci, like, that's what I, like, fell in love with, but, like, I do appreciate the come up post-jail, him not having a baby glow up. I do appreciate (laughs) that. He's more like, of a businessman to me now, you know? <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll, man, people be like, yo, you like old Gucci? I'd be like, yo, old Gucci was crazy. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, just hate music, just be like, yo, and be like, yo, he's talking crazy. Like, I like, I like no. Gucci, though. But I'm always cool with somebody, like, growing, like, hey, this is who I am, da, da, da. But no, old Gucci was like, um, he was talking crazy. I don't care. You- you can hear the lean through the speakers in old Gucci. It was rough. It was a lot. No, I'm kidding. But he put together uh, a new group recently called Icy Gang. And it's like featuring Key Glock and Pooh Shiesty. And there's another rapper called like Lil Scar. And there's two girl rappers, uh, Enchanting and K Shade. That tape, I don't know, it's so such a random find, but it's called Icy Gang Tape. I've been playing it 
every day, but it's on some ignorant stuff, okay? So I just want to put that out there. That's quite ignorant, okay? <laughs> but um, so this is why it gets all over the place because I've been tapping into like old music and stuff too. I like have been re-listening to a lot of No Doubt. I know that's crazy, but like they used to always be on during like MTV music videos when I used to get ready for school in the morning. I've just been reconnecting because like it's so important. It brings you back. Like I know all the words. I know all that stuff. Um, what, the other night on the ride home, we were playing like NERD, like old Pharrell, like just really like getting I love into Pharrell, it. y'all. Pharrell I love Pharrell. Is I love Pharrell. He's so amazing. A different <laughs> beast. And now that we're older, we can go back and appreciate like some of his older tracks because it was so ahead of his time. And when you look back, like how many people's careers he affected, like everybody, everybody. I don't know who he, who he hasn't worked with. Like <laughs> no, literally. And who's and you can tell it's a Pharrell track. Yeah, no. Like always. So that's that's been a huge re re nostalgia tapping back in. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to. What have you been listening to? Uh, I usually, uh, come, my mom's Caribbean, so we always stick with the Caribbean sound, Afrobeat, yes. the Wiz Kid, uh, yes. Damian Marley, all, all the Marleys, honestly. <laughs> um, soca music, all, it's just, I, I'm always the Caribbean, like, even when I went to go to school, like, they used to be like, yo, what are you listening to? I'd be like, yo, just listen to y'all like it, and they'd be like, yo, who is this? And I was like, <laughs> And I'm happy that like the Caribbean sound and the Afrobeats and soca sounds are coming to life now. That like, okay, I've been yes. trying to tell y'all this forever, but <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, so like, what brands do you like? You haven't worked with that you want to work with in the future? Oh my god, there's. I'm always have like a hawk eye on so many brands. Um, let's see who would I who would I like to work with? We gotta put oh out there god. and manifest it. Yeah, I gotta manifest it. Okay, um, I really appreciate this brand out of the UK called Places Plus Places Plus Faces. It's like this dope streetwear brand that honestly like inspired a lot of my style back in the day, and like I've always just wanted to shoot with them. I think they're really dope. Um, I see like actual Fenty, Savage Fenty, any of her stuff. I would love to be in the Savage Fenty show. This upcoming year this she follows September. us so she might see it <laughs> she, she might see it i would love we were on it manifesting i just i just think it would be so fun like i grew up having a dance background and just seeing like a fashion show incorporate dance like choreographed routines like that of all shapes all Her sizes looks so fire i'm like yo this Bro, is like, i went to go i went to go see the first one in person i was so blessed um i was invited to go see the first one in person and i was like shaking i was like this is the best thing no it just looks so cool i'm like yo yeah. this is like it's just i don't know it's just so totally different anybody else you would work want to work with though um i mean definitely like high fashion brands i would this is so different but i am now absolutely dedicated to being like a fragrance girl a fragrance model girl like i did juicy couture this past year so i'm super happy about that when you go buy viva la juicy and sephora ulta and stuff it's like my little picture right there okay. uh <laughs> but i would love to do like 
Dior perfume fragrance, like Dolce & Gabbana, like those ads, like so cool. I would, I would love to do that or any of their fashion stuff too. But hopefully in the next like year or two years, I start migrating over to the UK, London, start doing some modeling and stuff out there. There's a lot of dope brands out there, New York and LA, but for right now, I'm really happy with what's going on. Do you listen to um, any of the London, uh, any people from London's music? Like Georgia Smith. Um, <laughs> Georgia Smith is super talented. Georgia Smith is super talented. Um, is Skepta from yeah, London? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Skepta has bangers. Skepta has bangers. But I'm not I'm not versed whatsoever. I just like totally ride off the fact that my last name is London. So I'm like, I'm good. I'm Gucci. Like, I don't need to know anything. Like, say less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing do you like did you plan on moving to london or are you just going there for shoots probably for work but i, I wouldn't mind staying for like a couple weeks at a time or just being like kind of back and forth i just see like a lot of opportunity out there for especially black people and black women like that modeling scene is really popping kind of everywhere every major city has their own different type of like modeling look that does better I guess so New York is like that very like high fashion tall slender either very um like Eurocentric features or very like dark skin African features like those like really chocolate colors like so pretty Miami's more like like um swimsuit model bombshell LA is more like influencer type uh pretty little thing style and in the UK it's very like mixed race or like black girls are like all over popping and doing like really cool fashion shit really cool beauty shit so I would definitely like to migrate out there in the future are you still a DJ um still DJ right Oh my god! I, I haven't I haven't in so long. I literally put it on the back burner, but I have like a notes pad in my phone where I'm like constantly putting down things that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna hop back into it. I'm gonna hop back into it. Um, but a lot of my girls DJ, so I think I'm just gonna hop with them to shows, be like a dope little hype man, start learning back again because it was like a hobby for me. And then I started playing shows, and then when I got comfortable playing shows. I was like modeling really ramped up again. So I was kind of like, okay, maybe I'll put this on the back burner, but I still love it. I love music. When COVID opens up, I want to play a show so bad. Is there like a certain <laughs> show you want? Oh my bad. Is there a certain show? No, you go want ahead. Um, like mostly, I mean, in the future, oh my God, I would love to play Coachella in the future. That's very wild dream though. I would love that. Um, but probably in the next, like just like clubs in LA, I would love Poppy um adults only I got played adults only a bunch of times it's super fun like just really easy going like LA clubs I just want to make people in LA dance like that's my goal like <laughs> we don't dance out here <laughs> no no LA I think LA people be trying to look cool or something I don't know snapchat I'd be everybody be on yes. I got the bottle it's so true though has there ever been a time you did a show and you're like surprised to see like a, like there's like a certain celebrity you saw or anything like while you were performing like whoa they're in the building? Oh my gosh, not what I was specifically playing, but there is um this function which you I'm surprised maybe we'll see. Have you been to Shaba before? No, I haven't been to Shaba. Okay, have you heard of it though? I feel like I have. I feel like my friend Mike probably did. <laughs> so like, it's this like function on Sunset Boulevard. 
like it used to be pre-COVID like every other Friday or like the first of the month or something, but it's all reggae, all R&B, like that's it. And it's just like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Los Globos, but it's this like little, like honestly, like shitty little theater on Sunset Boulevard. And it's like, I've heard Rihanna's up in there. Michael B. Jordan's up in there. Like everyone is- Those would be the best club. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody is in there. And so when you go, you have a fun time, but it's like reggaeton, like so dope, so fun. You need to go. That is on your no, I, haven't, I, haven't, I need to look that up. But next no, time it reggae, comes to I'm send definitely you the flyer. Going. I'm like, yo. Yo, reggae is definitely like, yeah, I'd be up in there just vibing. That's a total different vibe. Um, so we yes. got what do you have like what do you see yourself doing for like for the rest of the year? For the rest of the year. Mm. Like I think the, getting out the house. Yes, no, getting out of the house. Definitely. I want to travel a lot. I have some trips coming up planned and stuff. Um, I am getting vaccinated. I'm in that process right now. God bless everything like that going on. So we don't take the Johnson and Johnson one. I I did not. Don't take that one. I I think it's a Moderna. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yes. Moderna or whatever. (laughs) I I got that one. Um, But definitely traveling this summer. And I'm going to definitely focus I'm just like growing and engaging on my social media platforms, like just putting out more self content, being more raw, re- relatable, just easygoing type shit. Like I just also have noticed that I see so many like crazy things going on on the internet, things that thrive off negativity and just like pain and trauma and trauma bonding and all that, that if one person can come on my profile and they feel like happier or enlightened or maybe in a better mood, like okay, well, that's what I need to be then, you know, like, I want people to come and have a good time when they stumble across my page, you know, and like, they feel better about their day. So I definitely want to pour more into that content and just like, being like a good light for other people, you know, because I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to people. Oh, I enjoy all that stuff. Yeah, I have this question. How do you, um, like, how do you stay positive when you get negative reactions? Because like, I know for me personally, like, <laughs> like somebody comes for me, it's either like, I either like, okay, I'll go at them or I'll yes. just leave it alone. Or sometimes it's just funny to me. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, sometimes people be posting like the funniest shit. They're like, yo, you don't feel offended by that? So, no, that's actually kind of funny. But like, how do you, <laughs> how do you, how do you like deal with that? Oh my gosh. I think nobody can say, oh, it doesn't bother them because oh, it's yeah. like, it like it, it just when anyone is coming at you sideways or like telling you things about yourself that they made up or like whatever projecting it's hard to not take it personal but I've had to grow into a stage where it's like I mean this is no one's is more relative than the other but I've had people make whole pages about me make whole posts about me like comments messages all that all this and honestly this is gonna sound so crazy but like I had crazy ass rumors spread about me in high school that were never true or anything like that and were actually like so surprising and crazy and funny like on that shit where you're like this is hilarious that you guys believe this about me like okay I had to learn at a really young age that like people are gonna say whatever they want to say about you when you're doing good because they they can never it's sad, but they can never do what you do. So they have to make up crazy shit or project onto you to, in order to make it sense in their head why you have what you have, you know? Like people say all this kind of crazy stuff about me, but I had to just go into like the back of my brain and be like, I don't know these people. They're saying stuff about me that isn't true. 
all right then like what would beyonce do beyonce's not gonna step in she's not gonna like none of that and i've definitely had my moments where like i'm like who the fuck is you like some people have to like some people you have to okay bro oh i'm like okay (laughs) and i definitely get more protective if it's like about my family or that's what that's what i usually go on like somebody talking about my nephew i was like whoa hold up exactly (laughs) um but also too i think i get like the most kind of crazy out the side of the neck comments on tiktok and i just had to like kind of tell myself like all right, well, every time this person plays this video, every time this person comments something awful waiting for my response, guess what? I'm getting paid. Like, you're a viewer, you're a watcher, you're still adding to my shit, you know? So if you watch my video 300 times, hating on me, picking me apart, guess what? You just put a couple of dollars in my pocket, babe. Thank you. Bye. How do you, how do you like, <laughs> is it difficult to use TikTok? I be, I wanna, I remember I downloaded it, I was trying to use it, I was like, this seems like so much work. It seems like people literally put like a whole like it seems like you had to put a whole show for your like your viewers, like just yes. for tick on TikTok. I was like, yo, this seems like so much work. I'm not trying to <laughs> it's so deep. It probably took me like six months of just observing in order to like even put my toe in the water. Like, because it's such an interactive, crazy app that I think we've never seen before. Like one, it's so fast-paced. Two, it's so engaging. Three, you learn so much. Like its interface how you guys comment and its algorithm rewarding system is also nuts too the like how you watch certain videos and then now all the things on your feed are that type of video like it's really like really no, it's, really it's, smart it's dope i just i'm like yo this is so much it seems like you have it's to so much, much work into <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's dope though because i'm like okay this is a app that actually i think versus instagram twitter youtube perhaps but actually rewards you like if you get a certain amount of views or you get a certain amount of this like there's actually a creator fund within the app that pays you out like streaming services basically so Um, that's why I had to observe for a couple months and see what was popping because at first you're like okay it's overwhelming how much these people are posting you're like holy shit but if you break down because it's one it's super um easy digestible content nobody wants these like overproduced things it's very like quick one takes boom and out and then so I was like why are these people posting like 12 times a day like these really mega tiktokers and it's because the more you post the more you're on people's algorithm the more they see your videos the more you get paid period so I'm like okay just going on you can go on any tiktokers like account if you want to and do the math if they're getting it's a 40 dollars every million views okay so so when you're when you're looking scrolling down a week and they posted 12 videos all with 10 million views in a week (laughs) you're getting paid and it looks silly right to other people you're like oh you're being annoying you're being too much but there's people ready to eat that shit up constantly and the app actually rewards you. Now, I, I'm definitely not on the scale where I'm posting like 12 times a day. Maybe like four times a week I'll post. I try to give it a little bit more structure to like get dressed with me or just like, you know, stuff like showing like my personality and my life and stuff. Um, but I think it's dope if you find your groove and you find your niche because it's just like such a game changer. Like I had to see that these kids like 17, 18 years old was breaking generational cycles like creating generational wealth off this app and I had to ask myself okay why like 
I want to hop on that too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> do you um do you see yourself even like come, since you're in Hollywood? Do you ever see yourself like doing like films or um like other things like in that sort of realm? Oh my god, I would love to in the future. I just personally have like no training right now whatsoever, but I'm always open to it. Like I've never been approached to actually be like in a film or anything like that, but I think maybe in a couple of years that would be kind of fun to get into. I wouldn't be mad at it. <laughs> okay, before I let you go, what is like yes. where are like uh what I was gonna say? <laughs> my bad, my head's all over. That's okay. <laughs> What are like five five good advice you would give to somebody right now? Oh my gosh. You're always doing the motivational thing. <laughs> the motivation. Oh my god. We need it. Um, <laughs> it's hard on this, it's hard on the spot because I'm always like in my moods, you know. Every day is a mood. But I would say one, when you wake up in the morning, instead of stressing about what bad is gonna happen that day, what you're scared of, maybe to say some things that you're happy that you have right now. You know, like, I'm glad I have two legs. I'm glad I have a bed, a, a house. It just, those little, like, resets, like, really change your life, like, so much. I would say the second one, drink lots of water. Stop <laughs> not drinking water. I need you guys to drink your water, okay? Especially like, now. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Um, Three, don't compare yourself. I said that on my story the other day, but don't compare yourself to other people's journeys. Comparison is a thief of joy. And I know it's a cliche, but it's so true. And we all struggle with it in our own ways. So it's like not just an easy fix right away, but just to be mindful of like when you see other people's journeys to not compare yourself to their journey or what they have going on. Um, that was three, four, I would say in your space, wherever you have a room, if you stay with your parents or you have your own apartment or house or whatever, clean out a fucking drawer or clean out a closet, clean out the thing that you've been putting off and has been collecting dust. Because I heard this thing that if we don't take care of the space we have, right, we're not constantly just like cleaning it out and making it like presentable and stuff like that. And you're letting things pile up, even just laundry in the corner. You're telling the universe or God or whoever you believe in subconsciously that you're not ready for new blessings or new opportunities in your life because you're holding on to old weight. So I know people that have cleaned up the trunk of their car or that's, or I've cleaned out my closet before, just that, that messy drawer before. And then you kind of see throughout the week, like, oh, okay, I have maybe more motivation for this thing that I've been putting off. Or like you're telling yourself subconsciously that I'm ready for new stuff. I've made room for new things, you know? It's okay, I like that one. Yeah, I, I love that one. So when you're feeling stuck, like a lot of people say that too, when they suffer from um, deep episodes of depression and stuff that things can pile up on top of each other, either in their space or their room, just like their mind. Our, our space is a reflection of our mind. If our space is tidy and cleaned up, our mind is processing in a good way when I start noticing dishes or clothes or just messy ratty shit all over my room that's a direct reflection of my mindset at the time no I'm feeling scrambled I'm feeling overwhelmed I'm feeling that way so to know that your space is a reflection of your mind and be able to address it and be like okay I'm going to clean it out because I want room for new stuff is super powerful 
Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. I appreciate it. So yes, of course, Wayne. I hope that we can link after COVID and all that no, stuff bro. too. I would love to roll up to an event with you, hang out, all that good stuff. And you're doing amazing too. Never stop. Thank you so much. Bye. Of course. Bye. <laughs>